Let's look back at what Jordan Love was coming out of college. And I think it will help us project forward what he can be in the NFL. I talked to Gary Anderson, his coach at Utah State back in 2020 about Jordan Love, the person, about Jordan Love, the player, about the excuses that are being made for him, about the questions, the criticisms, the strengths, the weaknesses, all of it. And it is an appropriate time to get back to that place. He helps us get set for the 2023 season when Jordan Love will control the Green Bay Packers' future. All that starts right now. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. The number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. The rumors, they're all over the place on the latest with Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to talk about that. I really don't. And I'm really glad that we don't have to because I really just don't want to talk about it. I'm kind of over it at the moment. Tomorrow I might feel differently, but right now I'm very glad that we have this episode to share with you. Gary Anderson, former University of Wisconsin-Madison head coach. But more importantly, in this case, he was the Utah State head coach before he went to Wisconsin. And then went back to Utah State, coached Jordan Love, and understood there were real explanations for the play of Jordan Love. And I I keep going back to this, and I have a number of times over the last couple years. When a college head coach says, in, in real time, like when the players that he's talking directly about are still on the team, I take notice of this. You're about to hear this. Gary Anderson talks about the players that come in and essentially says they weren't ready. Jordan Love was ready to run this offense. We couldn't run the offense we wanted to do. And I think, you know, the 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 more Packers specific point is he says he thinks Jordan Love will be a better pro than he was a collegiate player. But for Gary Anderson to say the guys that Jordan Love had that season coming off the season before when he was terrific, you lose a lot of those pieces and then you've got these new guys you got to get up to speed. Those new guys he had to get up to speed were the guys that were going to have to play for Utah State that upcoming season. And Gary Anderson is still going, yeah, yeah, those guys, they didn't know what they were doing. Those things stand out to me. And so I think this is a really interesting um, way to frame what's going on with Jordan Love, to think about what he was as a prospect, why he fell the way that he did. And to understand, there were a lot of evaluators that thought he was a much better player than he ended up being drafted as. And you go back and look at the combine, the post-combine mocks, he's going in the top 10. He's He is in the DeForest Buckner spot. 
before that DeForest Buckner trade? Has the Colts trading for him? A top 15 player. That's not obviously what happened, but that was the way it was being framed at the combine. He killed the combine. So just, I think, important perspective as we head into this season with Jordan Love, Gary Anderson, and my conversation from a couple years ago. For YouTube fans, I, I appreciate you being here. Um, this was before we were on YouTube, so the, the audio here does not have video to go along with it. Not a, a huge deal, in my opinion. You're still going to get all of the great information from Gary Anderson, but I just wanted it to be clear um, the next 20 or so minutes really an audio format here as you move forward. So um, if you want to go listen instead of watching on YouTube, I understand it, but I just wanted you to have the information before I move forward. Here we go. All right, let's talk now to Gary Anderson, the Utah State head coach, formerly the Badgers head coach, also formerly the old Utah State head coach. He came back after a 2018 season for Jordan Love that basically got Jordan Love's coach at Utah State hired at Texas Tech. That's how good Jordan Love was in 2018. That's how good Utah State was in 2018. He took a step back. So let's figure out why that happened, and let's get some insight on what kind of person Jordan Love is. Matt LaFleur in his post-draft press conference talked about really liking the person. They loved the kid. That was the, the phrasing Brian Gutekunst used. They love the, the player, first of all, but they love the person. So I wanted to get a little bit more in, insight from someone who had spent time around him. So we got his head coach from last year. Now, I do want to just give you a, a little bit of a heads up. The audio quality is not going to be what you're used to. This is quarantine, so we had to, to be a little bit creative with how we put this together. But there's a lot of really good information in there. We cleaned the audio up as best we could. Um, I think after a minute or two, you'll get used to it. And there is a lot of good information in there. So hopefully we can move past the audio deficiencies and... Take the substance of what's being said here. You you won't remember this, but we we talked a few years back when you were at Wisconsin for a Sports Illustrated profile. So, I just okay. It, okay. it's nice to talk to you again, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's you know obviously what we're we're all trying to figure out here. Um, you know, we we get to watch him play. You get to talk to him. You get to be around him. So. Tell me a little bit about about Jordan Love, the the guy. What was your first impression when you met him? Well, you know, he was. Uh, I always uh, I knew him from afar because I had a kid. Jason was on the team here uh, when Jordan was young, and so I had a little bit of a knowledge of him. Uh, but upon our return, it was uh, you know I saw a kid that came off an unbelievable year of football, very very grounded, very excited about the future from you know, a, a coaching standpoint, the ability for him to be able to build off the years that he had. Um, so that was kind of first impressions. Just, you know, he was, he was uh, very focused and clear real early. He was a great team leader. Um, past that, you know, he was, uh, became very obvious in our first off season that he was just that his leadership is not raw, raw guy. He's a very consistent guy. He leads by example, which said, you know, so many times you hear that and, we say that a thousand times. That's really who Jordan is. He's a 
and he's going to lead by example when he's in the facility. He's going to lead by example, quite frankly, when he's outside the facility. And I think he gained that respect to his team because he is a he's a self-made guy. And uh, you know, it's, we're definitely a developmental program at Utah State, and he uh, he jumped into that and he came in at whatever he weighed at the beginning. I've heard. 156 pounds. I've heard 160 pounds, whatever it may have been. I don't know. I wasn't here, but uh, he looks the part now uh, for an NFL quarterback. With uh, and, and he made himself that way. But as a person, he grew up. And I not to ramble on this part of it, but you know, he's he's gone through a lot in his life, which has been obviously well documented. Now, I think that really helped Jordan understand, you know, what he wanted, where he wanted to go, and uh, he was driven to get to this point. Um, he has a, a tremendous, tremendous mom who is uh, just, I mean, she's a she's a rock star in my opinion, has been great for Jordan through this whole process. And then the last thing I would say to that is Jordan as a person is, you know, Jordan came out early. His communication with me through this whole process was fantastic. Uh, same with mom. It was never any hidden agenda. It was never, you know, trying to, uh, we got to do this, we got to do that. He had a team last year that he lost four all-conference offensive linemen. He lost a tight end to the NFL. He lost a running back to the NFL. And he lost uh, about 75 to 80% of his production in the uh, in the wide receiver situation that, that he had. And, you know, it was, uh, there was never a time where it was, what was me? You know, what's going on? Bop, bop, bop. He had a new coordinator. He had a new head coach. He ground through it all. And at the end, the reason he wanted to go up, come out was because for Jordan Love, this was my true belief and his communication with me was it was time um, for that next adventure. And Jordan didn't have, oh, I'm going to be a first-round draft pick. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It was, it's, it's, it's my time to go in the NFL. I don't care where I get drafted. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to take my shot at it. It's time to do that. And I thought that was pretty unique. All right, we're going to get back to Gary Anderson in a second. But before we do... The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. I just double-checked my... Masters bets, for example, I've got some good ones that I feel pretty good about. So FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a bigger payout with the same game parlay. You know, the Bucks, they're killing it. They beat the Wizards last night. Um, looks like they're going to be the number one overall seed. You can have a lot of fun with some same game parlays there. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown, that's FanDuel.com slash lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yeah, I think one of the things in... This will be a little bit more difficult for you because you weren't there in 2018 when when he had that great season. But, um, you know, you mentioned all of the changeover. One of the things that stood out to me, I was actually just watching the BYU game and it was remarkable how many times he would hit the top of his drop and he had to point. And I was like, okay, does that mean a guy is not in the right spot? I mean, so was was it the kind of thing where he's just trying to get everyone you know, situated and everyone on the same page. And that's just a work in progress that takes time, especially with, you know, 19, 20 year old kids. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can really answer that. That part of the question. I know our offense is, you know, flying around, around Jordan. Um, we did have two transfer receivers come in and, and did really good things for us. Um, the offense was, it was, uh, simplistic by design. 
right? And so now his ability to walk, and I think this is going to be a huge positive for Jordan when he walks into to the, to the NFL. There's a lot of learning um, that he gets to do under, you know, a Hall of Famer and, and obviously a great coaching staff. So um, I don't know. I couldn't really get into the this and the buds and where he was throwing it and how he's going about it. And, uh, you know, he was, he was very coachable from, from our standpoint, he worked at sale office. Uh, but I think it, it, the next step for him is going to be really, really positive from a learning standpoint because he's extremely, extremely intelligent. Um, he did have three coordinators here and, uh, you know, all really good coaches and all really successful coaches, but he did have three different uh, styles of coaching and three different styles of teaching um, and some tweaks in the offense as far as progression reads versus reading a side of the field and all that stuff that comes back with us. So he's, been, he's been exposed to different systems and ideas within a, a simplistic offense, which you know, by design, you know, many of those offenses in, in college are designed that way to be simple and be fast and it, it can't be complex and play fast. And our goal last year was to play fast, so that made it very simplistic. Um, but I think that's going to help him as he grows because he's been exposed to other quarterbacks or excuse me, other coaches. And, uh, yeah. Some, yeah. So if he said to you in this process, and maybe he did, in fact, I'd, I'd let, let's just start with that question. But if he, if he came to you and said, coach, what do I need to do to get better, to be the best version of Jordan love in the NFL? First of all, did he ask you that? And if he did or didn't, what did, what would, or did you say to him? No, he didn't ask me that. Um, not in any of those certain terms. When our discussions were uh, much more around just you know handling the scenarios and the situations and the pressure. So, but if I did ask, if he did ask that question, I would simply say to Jordan, if there's just going to be, I've never coached in the NFL. I, I see it from afar. Um, but you know, we, if we just go back to you know Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a very was when we were there. I don't know. I'm sure it is with Coach Chris too, with what he does, how they control the run game, and what have you, with uh, all, all their offense that they have. Um, you know, the quarterback had to be a guy that could change things consistently at the line of scrimmage, whether it's the run game, whether it's checking a run to one side or the other, whether it's checking for the throw game, and whatever it may be. Um, and my opinion and my guess is that is even much more complex once you walk into uh, the NFL for most systems. That's just me thinking the way that I think about the NFL. Uh, so that I would tell him, Jordan, the biggest thing is going to be be a sponge, man. Um, this opportunity to get with Rogers, you kidding me, and be able to sit there for a couple of years, three years, five years, whatever it is behind that guy, be able to learn uh, what a what a tremendous opportunity for him. And that's what I would have just said to him, you know, be a, be a sponge, uh, be ready when your number's called, uh, you know, play great in the preseason. <laughs> if you see when you get that opportunity, to play some great games and, um, and you know, all the other stuff, you don't need to worry about him being a outstanding citizen. You don't need to, he'll understand very quickly that when you're a Green Bay Packer, you represent Wisconsin, you represent you know, Packer Nation, um, and it's extremely powerful, and, and I'm sure he gets told that a lot, and they walk through all that, but he'll accept that and understand that, represent everybody very well. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that that you notice when you when you cut on the tape with Jordan is he can make plays that you just don't see a lot of guys make, and I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular against LSU. He rolled to his right and made a, a throw down the seam sort of f- falling to his right, and, and I, I was like, that looked like Aaron Rodgers. 
And, and there's, there's so much of that. And then at times there's a, Oh, he missed the underneath linebacker. I mean, he's, he threw a pick against BYU twice. It looked almost the exact same. So yeah, those were both. Yeah. go ahead. That just, I, I can visualize all three of those plays. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a play that I always remember is you can watch him throw, throw the theme ball from the opposite hatch against Wyoming. And it's an unbelievable. That's like, Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, he'll, he's got those he's got those wild moments in you that it's like holy cow, this kid can do some things uh, in abnormal positions, abnormal pockets. Uh, he's fantastic at that, and uh, you know he's he's uh, he runs good, uh, you know, good enough. And he's a big kid that uh, I think he plays with great ankles, and he'll learn those things. Oh, you know, he's yeah, obviously there's some throws that we all would like to take back and get back and whatever it may be, but he uh, he, he he can wow you. Uh, and his opportunity, I think, just this last year, there was, there was times when maybe Jordan did push a little bit, but why wouldn't he? I mean, what, how, how couldn't he when he was trying to make the plays that he needed to make for his team to be able to win? And the ultimate thing I say that every interview that I ever say about him is watch the bowl game and watch how unselfish Jordan was, what Jordan Love was in the bowl game. He ran in the bowl game. He didn't have to. He didn't have to play, right? And if he didn't want to play, he didn't have to play. He was still going to be a first-round pick, in my opinion. And he did not only did he want to play, but he ran more in that game than he ran probably in any other game the whole year to give his team an opportunity to be able to win because um, we had a heck of a time lock-up. Uh, and uh, I think, again, that's, that's him. He, he, he can he do all those things, but you know, it's all going to be fast now, right? It's going to be bigger, faster, stronger in the league he's playing in now. But uh, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be excited about that. And when he makes those mistakes, yeah, let, let's finish up here with this. Um, you know, obviously you're not, you're not going to get to coach him next year, but if you were going to be his coach next year, let's say, you know, the Packers came to you and said, Hey coach, we, we'd like you to consult on this, put, put what, what positions, you know, offensively in terms of scheme, the kind of things you'd ask him to do, uh, would, would best suit his talents. You just get to from scratch, say, this is what we're going to do for Jordan. What does that look like? What are the positions you're putting him in to succeed? From an offensive standpoint? Yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's very well prepared and, quite frankly, excited to get into an offense to where, uh, you know, if he was here, what we would have done is played much more like we played uh, at Utah State our first go-around where we did put more on the quarterback and we asked him to go through his progression read. Um, and it wasn't a, was a field-based read offense at that point. It was much more of a progression read. Um, allow him to have some freedom at the, at the line of scrimmage uh, like we did when we were here before. We had Chucky Keaton as he went through his progression. He had a little bit more opportunities and, you know, do those things, which he's going to need to do in the NFL. So he, he's great in the offense to be played here, right? And it is that system. There's great coaches coaching that system. Um, I'm just a believer in when you have a guy like Gordon that can do so much, let's do all we can to, first of all, surround him with great players, right? We all know that if he's not surrounded with great players, then uh, he's going to be an average quarterback, especially in the NFL from what I see in the NFL. Again, never coaching in it. But uh, uh, he's, he's ready to take the step of being, uh, having more control, I would say, free snap in a football game. And I think that'll be a great challenge for him and a and great opportunity to continue to grow in those areas. And he did a lot. He did some of that in, in the system. You know, he would change up routes and do things by basis on, an off corner, an up corner, a, you know, two high or single high, 
But I think he's ready to take a big step in that area and grow. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you taking the time. You bet, man. Okay. All right. Thanks to Gary Anderson for coming on the show, you know, whatever, three years ago. <laughs> he was great. Um, and I think it's, it's you know, I, I thought about, okay, let's reach out. Let's get him again. But it was fresh in his mind. And he was pretty candid, I thought, about Jordan Love. And I appreciated that about the interview. So um, I, I thought really good stuff there. And I think it's important that we we sort of circle back to what the situation was at the time and what the upside is. Hearing him say, I think he'll be a better pro than he was a collegiate player because he can handle so much more at the line of scrimmage. Well, that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers was asking for. Let me do more at the line of scrimmage. Well, if, if Jordan Love has got the football IQ to do that, then they don't even really have to change anything about this offense. Now, they can, you know, change the, the structure in that they can focus on some of the more LaFleurian principles, but they can also give Jordan Love some of the same autonomy that Aaron Rodgers got at the line of scrimmage and feel like you can still get yourself into a perfect play in a way that maybe with other quarterbacks you couldn't. Just, I think, some, some good info there. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On NFL Scouting with the draft dudes from free agency to the draft, salary cap management, and more. Join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build an NFL franchise through Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the draft dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. We'll be back tomorrow. Plenty more here on Locked on Packers. It sounds like this is, you know, uh, <sighs> I always want to say we're close to a trade because it seems like that. And then I hear, oh, it's going to happen today. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen this week. And then it doesn't. And you try and figure out why. And it just is frustrating. So I'm not going to make any more predictions. Just not. For the moment, um, follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like when Aaron Rodgers gets traded, you can do that on our Locked on Packers YouTube page to stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>